1: When AEW was first announced back in 2019, it was as if every single Christmas had come at once for wrestling fans. Finally, a viable alternative to WWE had arrived with big money backing and a roster that read like a who's who of indie talent. As the company grew, so did its appeal. Wrestlers who'd been cast off by WWE or had felt their time there was underwhelming saw AEW as a chance to prove themselves on the big stage. Equally, Unsigned talent who didn't work the WWE style finally had somewhere to call home to. However, as time went on, it became clear that AEW was not as perfect as it first appeared. And with that in mind, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, and these are 10 wrestlers who found that AEW wasn't the promised land. Number 10, Malachi Black. Let's kick things off with the reason this list exists. After his House of Black faction lost a six-man tag at All Out 2022, you probably heard of that pay-per-view, they had a press conference after it, yeah. Malachi Black seemingly said goodbye to the AEW fans and has since confirmed that he will be taking time away from wrestling. It all started out so promising for the former Alistair Black in AEW. After shockingly being let go from WWE, Black was immediately inserted into a high-profile feud with Cody Rhodes. However, it didn't take long for things to go south. Black and Rhodes' feud went on forever, getting less and less exciting with every week. I don't believe that you're quitting, Cody, just because you left your boots in the ring. Things picked up when Malachi was joined by Brody King and Buddy Matthews, but they too were sucked into their own never-ending feud with Death Triangle. Black drifted further and further out of the spotlight, eventually leading us to where we are now. Number 9. Bobby Fish Another performer who has recently left AEW is former Undisputed Era member and moustache enthusiast I can relate, Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish was the first former member of the era to join AEW, paving the way for Adam Cole and cool Kyle O'Reilly to join the promotion and reform the group. Unfortunately, through some poorly timed injuries, the new era were very stop-start, and their storyline with the elites never reached the heights that many wanted it to. Fish had, uh, let's just say, other issues outside of Cole and O'Reilly's injuries too. He took serious issues with CM Punk, but particularly over a match the two had on Dynamite. He called the straight-edge superstar, and I believe this is verbatim… Number 8. Big Swole One of the earliest examples of a wrestler leaving AEW because of creative differences is Big Swole. She joined the company in late 2019 and was quickly placed into a feud with rising star Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. The two then had a match on pay-per-view, even if it was a weird cinematic thing where Swole injected Baker with Novocaine. This was the peak of Swole's AEW career. Outside of Battle Royals, she never appeared on an AEW pay-per-view again, and her highest profile match was a sub-10-minute women's championship match against Hikaru Shida on Dynamite. Swole's final match for AEW was in September 2021, and just two months later, she was gone from the promotion. She cited a lack of structure and diversity in AEW as her reasons for leaving which drew some criticism from tony khan himself swollen AEW were seemingly just not meant to be number seven ethan page AEW seems to have a new star join its roster every other bloody week, and as a result, a wrestler who makes a big shocking debut one week can soon find themselves just lost in the shuffle just a few weeks later. One such example of this is all ego Ethan Page, who made his own shock debut at Revolution 2021 as part of the Face of the Revolution ladder match. The former impact star had a lot of fanfare behind him and soon found himself in a tag team with Scorpio Sky named the Men of the Year. Unfortunately, Page would find himself caught in two never-ending feuds. The first was with Darby Allen and Sting, who defeated Page and Sky at Double or Nothing 2021, and the second was a part of Dan Lambert's American Top Team, who battled the inner circle at full gear. Once again... Page's team lost. The talented Canadian now finds himself as part of Stokely Hathaway's stable, The Firm. With such a crowded main event and upper mid card scene, there just doesn't seem to be a satisfactory spot for the former Northman in AEW. Number six, Brian Cage. Another former Impact star who made their AEW debut in a high profile ladder match, the machine Brian Cage appeared as the Joker in the casino ladder match at Double or Nothing 2020. Cage was victorious in the match, inserting himself and his new manager Taz straight into the main event picture. However, after the powerhouse squandered his title opportunity against Jon Moxley, things soon went downhill. He would be awarded the FTW championship by his new mentor and defend it a couple of times, but after he lost the belt to the absolute that is Ricky Starks, Cage's presence on AEW TV began to dwindle. He would eventually find a home in Ring of Honor, but this too had the rug pulled from under it when his new manager, Tully Blanchard, was seemingly let go. Cage has been extremely vocal about his unhappiness in AEW, stating on multiple occasions how he feels ignored and underutilized by the promotion, and many actually speculated that he would be the first defector from AEW to WWE, until another name made the jump.
2: Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be... Number 5. Miro Whether he was riding a tank or celebrating a holiday of his own creation, Rusev was a fan favourite for years, despite WWE's best efforts to slow his momentum. When he was released in 2020, fans were chomping at the bit to see where the Bulgarian brute would land next. Now going by a shortened version of his real name, Miro touched down in AEW as Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford's best man. After a a eh, slow start Miro eventually found his footing in the company when he beat Darby Allen for the TNT Championship he would go on to have one of the best reigns with the title before he lost it 140 days later to Sammy Guevara Miro would then go down with an injury plus shoot a TV show before returning to the company in June 2022. Since then, however, he has been very vocal about his position on the card, recently liking a tweet that suggested that he had it better in WWE. Let's hope God has a plan for his favorite champion. Number four, Ruby Soho. At All Out 2021, three huge former WWE names debuted for AEW. Adam Cole and Brian Danielson have both seen great success in the company whilst the third name has floundered somewhat. Ruby Soho, formerly Ruby Riot of course in WWE, made headlines when she won the Women's Casino Battle Royal at All Out. This earned her a shot at Britt Baker's AEW Women's Championship, but it's a shot that she would fail to make good on. Soho then came up short against Jade Cargill in the TBS Championship Tournament Finals and lost to Baker once again in the finals of the Owen Hart Cup Tournament. She also failed to win the AAA Mixed Tag Team Championships at All Out 2022 in a match that saw her sidelined with injury. In the space of a year, Ruby has gone from being one of the most exciting prospects in the women's division to just another name on the roster. Her three major losses have really extinguished her spark in AEW, and it doesn't look like the company is putting any work in to build her back up again. Number three, Andrade El Idolo. As Andrade Cien Almas in NXT, the man formerly known as La Sombra in Mexico and Japan wowed audiences with his athleticism and heelish antics and had one of the best runs in the brand's history as a villainous NXT champion. Andrade's time on the WWE main roster was a very different story. His accolades were few and far between, and he was eventually given his release in 2021. He turned up in AEW just a few months later, now calling himself Andrade El Idolo, but over the next 18 months or so, he's just done, well, not very much... El Idolo feuded with Pack, tried to buy Darby Allin from Sting, stole Matt Hardy's faction, brought Roosh into the company, who also hasn't really done that much, and recently competed in the Casino Ladder match at All Out 2022. But he's had very little lasting impact on the company. Much like Miro, he too is a big name with a lot of potential that has been swamped by the influx of more recognisable faces in AEW. Whilst he has the talent, he just lacks the name value of Brian Danielson or an Adam Cole, and his AEW career has suffered massively as a result. Number two, CM Punk. He's already been partially responsible for one name on this list, so it's about time he got his own entry. Who could have foreseen that almost a year to the day after his first match for AEW, CM Punk would have what could potentially be his last? for the company. After a year of incredible storylines and matches with men like Eddie Kingston, Wardlow and, of course, MJF, my best friend, Punk went off the rails at the post-all-out media scrum, making comments that led to him and the Elite being suspended after a backstage brawl. The two-time AEW champion spoke very highly of the company in his electrifying return promo on Rampage, calling it his return to professional wrestling. Just 12 months on, in another equally famous promo, he lambasted the AEW locker room, calling them children and... Well, other names i'm not going to repeat here ego has always been part of cm punk and this time it seems to have cost him his place in aew it is clear that the company wasn't the oasis punk wanted it to be and whether or not that's on the company or the man it is a sad sight for all of those who are so excited to see him back number one cody rhodes few men are as important to the story of aew than Cody Rhodes. It was he who answered Dave Meltzer's original tweet that led to All In. He who put on the company's first five-star match against his brother Dustin. He who won the company's first mid-card title. And he who many people latched onto as the face of the brand. Which is why it is absolutely bonkers that on the 15th of February, 2022, it was reported that Cody and Brandy Rhodes had left All Elite Wrestling. Two months later, Cody re-debuted for WWE at WrestleMania 38. I was there. It was f***ing awesome. Rhodes said on Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions that he left the company because he felt like he was becoming a gatekeeper. Other reasons have been floated around, including Cody falling out with the Young Bucks, feeling like a second fiddle to CM Punk, and WWE promising Cody great treatment if he signed with them. However, the main thing to take away from all of this is that, despite all the promise AEW first showed, it has not been the perfect place for everyone who walked through its doors, including someone who helped build those doors in the first place.
0: Hold up, what was that?